Welcome back, everybody, to the Awesome Train number 48. It's Louise and I tonight. No Greg. What up? Stick around. Louise has got a great Heinen's and Target list going already. With my bowl of pretzels and cup of water. Happy summer. This is Gauntlet here. I was thinking. Welcome back. Awesome train number 48. I don't think you can understand a word of what those guys are saying in that song, but the rhythm and melody enough to enjoy it. Right, Louise? Yeah, I'd like to ask a question. Yes, ask such a question. When you put in your music, how do you like have in your mind, okay, I'm going to let this run for three minutes, or like Roughly. one minute? I try uh, to find a good spot. I think I should probably end it. Interesting. Interesting. I did not like that song. It reminded me of the '80s when I would sit in my room, in my brother's room, listening to his terrible, whatever music that he'd like to listen to. Well, I got bad news for you because that music is very much back. Uh, anyway. Okay. So. Hello, everybody. All I can say is that was Gauntlet here. These guys uh, are very popular from that one song alone, and I think they might be one-hit wonders because there are no plans at this point to release anything else. So. Gross. Enjoy the lo-fi, indie, experimental, hot, new, please hype this, if you will. Did you just make that up? No, it's right there, tagged oh. as. Oh, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, Louise. Jonathan. Welcome back to the awesome train. Thank you. I mean, it's our basement, so we're always here, but... <laughs> it's great to be back. It's great to be back in the basement, sitting at the studio desk. You know, I was thinking of that Saturday Night Live skit that they do, where it's, uh, who is it, Mary Heather Gallagher? Who is that lady? When they talking there, about like, the NPR radio the, people? The sweaty balls. Yeah. And I was like, no, I it's wonder... not sweaty balls. It's sweaty balls. Sweaty. Peach I was sweaty. like, I wonder what I, if I could do an entire, entire podcast with that voice. They'd be like, well, welcome back. Thank you. I, I'd like to talk about the podcast tonight. It's going to be an interesting podcast with just Louise and I because I feel like... We see each other all the time. We see each other all the time. We talk about half the stuff that we, I think I bring up, so... Well, there are some uh, new... 
There's issues. no music playing right now. Yeah, you don't there's some new things about this podcast, though, that I think the listeners need to know. For one, I never get a pair of headphones. Only when Greg's gone. Because there are, only, there are only two headphones, and Greg would have the one, and Jonathan would have the other, so I would just be sitting here not listening to anything, because I you just do, We just want to hear the music, but you hear everything else. You're fine. And honestly, I didn't really care that much, but it's so it's interesting to... Well, like I really need to participate. As I was saying, this is going to be a Louise and Jonathan podcast, so it'll be interesting to see what's going on because half the stuff we already talk about. For example, the first thing I have up is what you and I talked about briefly the other day was dog ownership in our neighborhood. Uh, it's crazy. Now we it's own, like, and, and you know what I've noticed is on each of the corners of our street, there are like killer the dogs. Place. We own a fairly smaller dog. It's not like a mini Chihuahua. She's, she's not a, a lap dog. She's no. a mutt. They used to tell me she was a lab dog. She's like 35 pounds. The best thing was when she was a puppy, we took her to class. She ran around. She was a life of the party. And then two times she was out on a walk and basically got jumped by other dogs. And now she is terrified of dogs, big or small. In my office, you can take your dog into work. And one dog is the friendliest golden retriever will just come up and she gets freaked out. Looks like she's about to shit herself. Mm-hmm. And like smaller dogs will come up to her and she'll start growling at them. So... That doesn't help, and then it's a doggy dog world. We just tr- oh Jesus, <laughs> we just try and go for a walks around here, and there's these huge dogs. Like Luis said, live like it's like a never-ending story with a tray you trying to go through those two giant pillars, pillars. with the lasers. Yes, what was that all about? I don't know. Somebody was smoking a lot of drugs. Seriously. So the other day, Luis and I are out on a family trip around the block, and there's this huge ass dog, and we always know there's this dog here. We noticed, you know, be careful around there because. Even These are the dogs, if you listen to other podcasts, these are the dogs that I talked about I was running one night and this pack of dogs ran at me. Yeah. And so I made my fist and pointed toward them and and my barking voice was like, No! No! Because <laughs> I had heard on Howard Stern, if you talk like a dog and sound fierce, then they'll back away. So these are the same pack of dogs, mind you. So we're, is, it's awful. We're well aware of these dogs. So as we're walking towards these dogs, I see, oh, there's a dog out. So we cross the street, so we're at least on the other side to give us some room. This guy who's not the typical person we see walking his dog, is grabbing his dog, like, by the collar, and if you're a youngin' or under the age of 18, I'm going to ask you to step away from the podcast or cover your ears, because this guy's obedience training for his dog was, shut the fuck up! Yo! Actually, more was, chill the fuck out! That's what he said. <laughs> chill the fuck out! I said, chill the fuck out! Do you hear me? Like, he was gangsta talking to his dog, who... Clearly doesn't respond to chill the fuck out. The funny part about that is Jonathan and I experience the same thing. However, he hears that, and to me in my head, I hear nothing, and I hear and I think in my head, you know, those people as white trash as they are, they actually do have a lot of good control over their dogs <laughs> and take very well care of their dogs. So you think chill the fuck out is a good so obedience? I'm training. thinking that in my head, I get home and Jonathan's like, Did you hear what that guy was saying when he was holding back his dog? And I'm like, Oh no, but he was doing a great job of protecting us and he's like, Oh, he was saying chill the fuck out. I'm like, oh, Oh my gosh, well, and my five-year-old is... His tact wasn't that great, but I mean, to your point, the next day I think I was out, I don't know, walking, maybe just Penelope, and I had Roxy, our dog, again with us, and the guy saw me coming, he's like, oh, hey man, he's like, are you coming around this corner? And I see he's like, alright, I got my dog out, let me go put it away. So he was at least nice enough to yeah. kind of I mean, I really do think that they, that they are on top of protecting people against from their dogs because they have a lot of big dogs. And that's the other thing. Like, we live in a very small neighborhood, very small yards, and people have the biggest freaking dogs. Yeah, they have horses, basically. What is the matter with people? 
the poor dogs have nowhere to run, they have nowhere to go, and they're stuck in these little podunk houses where millions of dogs go, oh, uh, it's, it's awful. And they also take horse-sized poops in these people's front yards. And they never clean it up! Yeah. Well, it's awful, people. We live, it in, is a, awful. We live in an okay neighborhood. It's I not the like best, it. but it's definitely not the worst. But no, it's, a nice, it's a decent neighborhood. The dog's out of control. Not to mention some other time we can get into all the cat stories we've had. Oh, man. Cats just roam around. There's this one cat we, his name is Snowball. He looks like he's been in a billion gang fights. He's got fur patches missing. I've seen him chase every cat around, so... He's become such a big part of our family now that Luke has dreams or nightmares about how Snowball eats him or bites him. or It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's pretty cool... Uh, Jungle world. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, again, moving on, Louise, speaking about your children. Yeah. I recently heard a debate on another radio show about. Uh, are, you taking, are you taking ideas from other radio shows? I listen to a lot of talk radio and a lot of news, and so if I hear people talking about something that, or a debate that's interesting, I say, oh, that's interesting. I'd like to get Louise's and Ghost, Ghost Gregory's thoughts Greg. on it. Hope Greg comes back. We miss him. So. He's just not in it lately. The, uh, he's too social. Social Greg. I just think his heart's not in it. I think his heart's in it. I don't think so. I don't he's think always he like, hey, like, let's do a podcast. I, always I, like, yeah, I, I disagree. I feel like he's not, he doesn't feel like being funny. Louise, if you're like me, such a talented person, there's a stage you have to perform. Oh my gosh. So anyway, this debate on this radio show was about letting your kid have a cell phone hmm. or a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And the kid in this specific instance was nine years old. Mm-hmm. So I have my personal thoughts. I'm going to hear yours first. But so you have a nine-year-old son, and he asked for a cell phone or a Facebook account, and you can only pick one. What would you go with? Well, that's about excuse three me. Now I eat one of your That's about three please. years away. I guess Facebook account. Now, why would you say that? Um, probably because I have an intense fear about brain cancer, and I feel oh, like I would Okay, put your brain cancer I fears couldn't. aside. I couldn't. That would be my only... I don't think we can have an honest conversation if you're only thinking about brain cancer anytime somebody talks about cell phone. I'm sorry. I, that's that's my answer. Honey, you can't hold it against me when I have an right. answer. I can't. I just... you just pissed off that I don't, like, feed into You're your hyper-focused on cancer from cell phones. Listen, you ask me about cell phones or Facebook, and I say... Facebook. Greg, Greg, please come back. <laughs> so why? What do you think? I think I would agree to a Facebook, but for different reasons. Oh, so because you have a better reason? Yeah, and... I can look beyond just cancer. So, what's the deal? Okay, okay. Can you take cancer off the table and look at any other options? Sure. Can you weigh any other pros and cons? Sure. Let's say brain cancer didn't exist and there wasn't some thank you evidence out Move there along. to support the cell phones. Move along. Have it. Um. I don't know. I really don't know. Facebook kind of is freaky just because anyone... Well, it's more controlled, though, right? And it's very private, and you can kind of control... You can go in there and see who your kids' friends okay. are. And Whereas cell phones... Cell phones. Kids are doing some weird-ass shit on cell phones. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Sexting? What yeah. the hell? Plus, think I think a nine-year-old's going to be sexting? I just think it's absolutely unnecessary. Like, I think either or both are unnecessary because I think get your effing nine-year-old outside and teach them how to play kickball and ghost in the graveyard and catch lightning bugs. They're both ways to communicate with people they may not live with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. I just feel like you, so you is, don't have time for that kind of stuff when you're how a nine-year-old. I, this is how I break it down. Ready? Facebook, pros. I don't really see the harm in it. Again, it's just talking to friends. It's like instant messaging or 
what have you, I think it's even more of a public forum. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what you can do with that is I think like one of your, two of your nieces, they have their Facebook page through their mom. Mm-hmm. So anything that they do or anybody who's their friend or any communications, their parents are going to see. So I think at nine, you can still kind of control out of that. Mm-hmm. The con, I guess, the argument that they were trying to make in this debate was that there's a lot of freaks out there, you know, because Facebook isn't just, you know, talking to your friends. I mean, there's people who can get a hold of you that you don't even know. There's people who can Facebook stalk you. So there's some wackos and perverts, yada, yeah, yada, yada. Yeah, but how often does that happen? Have you ever been Facebook stalked? I don't know if I've been Facebook stalked. Do you know if you've ever been stalked normally? Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Yes. You know, you know if somebody's been stalking you. Yes, eighth grade. Okay. You make this so hard. <laughs> this podcast or life in general? Life in general. So That's how it is, folks. That's the, so the con is basically, you don't know who's out there who could <coughs> get in so touch. So what do you mean Facebook stock? Like, I thought that it's <coughs> private and people can't see you unless you, can set you agree. Up, and that's the other thing. You can set it to private, but some people can set it to public, meaning like... If you don't, if you have a set of the public, then people can see your so pictures. You know your, but if you know if your nine-year-old's on Facebook, Correct. then just set it to private. Correct. So that's Facebook. However, with cell phones, the obvious thing—I don't know—you you run into your kid like run like you see these things about kids running up like texting uh, like record bills. Mm-hmm. You know, like so many like twenty thousand texts in a month, and you know, I just. Think, but again, I thought that like you I could see kids walking that. down the sidewalk, just texting, oh, texting, yeah. texting, texting. Even when their friends are right next to them, everybody's just texting. Mm-hmm. And but to your point, you can get phones where you literally have like two numbers you can call. You can call nine one one. You can call your mom. You can call your dad. The end. That's what I would have. And for a nine-year-old, no. You just said you wouldn't do cell phones. I'm just saying, like, as as our kids get older, maybe like are going into high school or like at seventh and eighth grade, I'd say nine one one and your mom and dad, just because like. Phone, like, um, pay phones and all that kind of stuff just doesn't, is just kind of gross and outdated, you know? I would vote in the end to let my kid have a Facebook page over a cell phone. At nine? At nine. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. It's a good debate, Louise. Thanks. Rock on. You really brought up some valid points. Thanks. Beyond Thank brain you. cancer there. Um, just so you all know, also, I'm also in the midst of writing my Target and Heinen's list for the week. Uh, if anyone would like to get on our, uh, website, what's our podcast? www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com. With some, uh, recommendations for what we should have for dinner this week, I would appreciate it. You know what we need recommendations from? <clears throat> this is specifically directed to our Northeastern Ohio listeners. Mm, yeah, yeah. We need a place that makes a very good frozen hot chocolate. Any place that makes frozen hot chocolate. So I said a very good place. But I think at this point we just need to try out as many places. We used to go to a place right around the corner from us called Russo's, and they've recently closed Dick's, as Louise said. They've closed their doors, and they've sold their business to a place that turned into a pita shop that does not continue the frozen hot chocolate. So we've been on a search of the west side of Cleveland for frozen hot chocolate and have not found anything. So please, if you see anything there... Again, hit up the blog, www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com, and leave a comment in, uh, you know, hopefully, Awesome Train number 48 comment section. Moving on, Louise. Yeah, just keep in mind, we've already tried Starbucks, and we've already tried the Coffee Bar 24-7 that's it over in Cam's Corner. Yeah, we checked Robex, so we've got a couple options, but nothing's working out. All right. Next song up, Louise. Broken oh, Social oh, Shoe. My, my headphones. It's called Texaco Bitches. Oh, nice. I From the Broken Texaco. Social Scene, this album, out May 4th. So, if you like it, go get it. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about 
female condoms with teeth in them. Oh, man. Come on. Seriously? Love it. Louise, try not to talk on air with a pretzel in your mouth. <laughs> Alright? It sounds like you got something else in there. You wish. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we don't allow snacks in the Awesome Train <laughs> studio. So, during our song break there, Louise has a little bowl of pretzels. She has her water piled up with her Heinen's and Target list, and that's why you don't probably get headphones either, because her headphone cord, as she looked around, completely knocked her bowl <laughs> of pretzels onto the floor. Well, I'm not used to headphones. Whatever. This so... is what, it's the same reason the kids don't eat cereal in the <laughs> living room, the same reason you don't have snacks in the Awesome Train that's studio. Awesome. That was awesome. It was not awesome. All right, Louise, I'm surprised you haven't heard about this. What? I think this was a big enough story to get your attention. So, oh some doctor in South Africa... Oh, this is a condom story? Yeah. <laughs> saw some woman come in one night. She'd been raped. I guess South Africa has, like, the worst rape statistics in the world. That's horrible. Like, 140 people in a month. Probably 90% women. Yeah. Probably, like, 98% women. What have you. Yeah. So... After seeing this, I think they saw this like 10 years ago, they decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to combat this. And they came up with a female condom that has teeth on it, on the inside. So if a guy penetrates a woman and she has this inside her, this thing basically clamps onto his penis. And according to, to this doctor, where is it? The, will not, it will not let go. The woman inserts the latex condom like a tampon, and jagged rows of teeth-like hooks line its inside and attach on a man's penis during penetration. Once it lodges, only a doctor can remove it, a procedure that the doctor hopes will be done by authorities on standby to make an arrest. It hurts. He cannot pee and walk when it's on. If he tries to remove it, it will clasp even tighter. So... However, it doesn't break the skin, and there's no danger of fluid exposure. So he penetrates, and the thing gets stuck on his ding-dong? It's basically like a bear trap. Yeah. A bear trap for your wiener. I love it. Where can I get one? What do you need one for? <laughs> That's crazy. That so is. when I first heard this, I guess it wasn't thinking and reading properly that... I was like, well, then... Then this man and woman are going to be locked together with that's this what I, that's bear a, trap. That's what but I But I guess she can always slide away and run and get authorities, and he'll just be stuck with his bear trap on his wing. Is it called Rape Axe? Rape Axe, as in rape-axe with a capital X 
That is awesome. Now wait, it's like so. First, it's, I thought okay, the condom the, inserted like a tampon. I just said this. Jagged rows of teeth. All oh, right, now you're repeating everything. Uh, well, I'm there. trying to get an idea. Yeah, I thought that they were locked. So together So first, too. I would think they're locked together, and I was like, the guy's just going to beat the shit out of the woman for doing this to him. But then it was pointed out to me that she, you know, doesn't mean she's locked in. That she could probably get away somehow. So the little hooks are on the inside of the condom. Yes. So when he sticks his ding dong in there, it's like forty thousand pins going into his wiener. Correct. Ah, some. Well done. So you're gonna start if you live in South Africa, you're gonna start walking around with a rape axe condom up your vajayjay. If I'm going through a rough neighborhood, or if I see that squad of... What kind of life are you living if you have to walk around with that in your Survival vagina? of the fittest. That's so you true. think this is a good idea? You're all for this? Yeah. Now, what if women start doing this as a joke? Well, I mean, obviously, Jonathan, that's messed up. But I'm talking about those poor women in South Africa. Do you think we should even have this? No. No, you don't? I, I think that should we even have... Complete. Should we have rape, Louise? Yeah. That's the bigger question. That's what I'm saying. Should we? I mean, if you have that situation, this is it's a protection. It's like a can of mace in your crotch. Louise's quote of <laughs> Louise's quote of the podcast, guys. Yeah, it's like a it. can of mace in your crotch. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Here's another story you might not have heard of. Do you know this guy? Who is that, Louise? Yeah, it's the guy who was on uh, Party of Five, wasn't he? Yeah. Jeremy London, Party of Five actor, was, accordingly, according to him, he was kidnapped, held at gunpoint, robbed, and forced to smoke drugs. All right, so listen to the story. Armed bandits abducted and robbed this guy, uh, forced him to smoke drugs during a harrowing five-hour ordeal in Palm Springs, California. Uh, Jer uh, Jeremy London, 37, was attempting to change a flat tire in his vehicle when a guy stopped him and kidnapped him, I think, and his wife, drove him around in his own vehicle while terrorizing him at gunpoint. The suspect had a small gun, according to police. Uh, they found a guy. I think they've arrested this guy. He remains in uh, custody. So it really happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, so somehow stunned, London managed to escape at three o'clock uh, around 3 o'clock the next morning. He told officers during the kidnapping that he was forced to smoke dope and then purchased booze and handed out in a gang area of Palm Springs. Uh, they said he was forced to smoke dope, crack, cocaine, or amphetamines. His car was later found in a notorious neighborhood of Palm Springs where the kidnapper lived. Okay, now, Louise, here's the problem. Apparently, Jeremy London has a big past battling all these substances that he's claiming he was forced to do. Oh, here, interesting. So, uh, let's see. Last September, he admitted to people that he went to rehab to face his battle with prescription pills. Uh, in 2004, he was arrested for allegedly driving with a suspended license and for carrying controlled substances. So. Then, I think more stories start to come out. Apparently, the kidnapper gave Jeremy's wife a ride home during the kidnapping. Uh, the police have ordered his family to stop talking to the press because they're hampering their case because he's basically saying, listen, this guy's making this up. He's a big liar. Don't fall for it. Um, and Jeremy London and his wife both lost custody of their son and are currently subjected to random drug tests to get their custody back. So, so both of them have? These people are drug addicts, basically. Oh, and this, man. It's some random story they some, somehow suddenly have. So, let's see. Now, this is the picture of the guy who, according to him, they partied their asses off. Now, listen to this. Listen to his story. Listen to his take. He and his uncle were sitting... I mean, I guess you have to... This is probably a bad part of Palm Springs, according to this article, mm -hmm. so... I guess you have to take this all with a grain of salt, but I tend to believe this guy. 
Me and my uncle were sitting outside the 7-Eleven trying to get someone to buy us a couple beers. He didn't know this guy was an actor. He and his wife were hanging outside acting really strange. He was pacing and sweating and he looked tweaked out. His wife was acting paranoid too. Uh, they asked uh, the guy's wife for a cigarette and she gave him one. Uh, at that moment a police car drove up and they ran into 7-Eleven they kind of got really skittish. After the cops left they came back out and they got into their car. He noticed they had a flat and thought it was a strange that they would drive away like that. Eventually he says they saw them overparked in an alley in their car and they went over to help and see if they needed any help with the flat. So as soon as he get over to the car, this uh, Jeremy London starts asking if they could get him five Xanax and five Oxycontin. Uh, Melissa was the wife was asking for Xanax as well. Told him he could hook him up, but they wanted a couple of beers, so he agreed. So they bought beers, they bought hard alcohol, they were driving around passing out beer to random people on the street. So he said it looks like later in the night. Jeremy Leonard started getting all anxious that he wasn't getting his pills. And he finally got him some. some. He took six pills all at once and he was high out of his mind. I kind of believe that guy. I do too. I mean, he has a lot of more... Granted, I haven't heard Jeremy London's de version, but this is a lot more detail-heavy story. Yeah, and it's very random that he's like, so this dude kidnapped my wife and I, dropped my wife up. Yeah. I'd, and then what did he do? Like, he just did Jeremy London escape, according to him? According or, to him, he got uh, away. This sounds like a bad Tiger Woods story. It's but like, I just think it's funny that the guy's claiming he was forced to do everything that he recently has admitted to being addicted to. Yeah, it's very suspicious. Poor I mean, guy, and he's a nobody. He was on 7th Heaven. He was. And was. Party of Five. It's awful. The good times are gone. That's awful. And the thing well, is, the person... knocked her pretzels over I know. The person I feel... I actually just took out my headphones. They're just now disconnected. The person I really feel sorry for is Lyric, who is their three-year-old oh, yeah. somebody. All right, Louise, you'll need your headphones for this next one. Yes! <laughs> so, apparently, Hallmark has a graduation card out there that has been dubbed racist. It's awesome. a audio card. You open up, it says a message. Awesome. It's being racist by the NAACP. So... There's NAACP. Don't you think they're kind of uh, tight asses? Uh, I would say they can make a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. Which is, I think, the case with this. So, listen to this. I don't know how much preamble I should say. Basically, I right. mean, I'll try, and, people... I'll try and explain it as best as I can. The card is like two cartoon characters. Are you reading a pretzel? Yeah. Mm hmm. Bummer, card. Mm hmm. Card has two, two cartoon characters. And they're like, hey world, we just graduated, we're coming to get you. And so at some point, they say like, black holes, you better watch out. So all these people in NAACP are convinced that it says black whores. Alright, so take a listen. Awesome. Members of the Los Angeles NAACP did take notice. And as characters known as Hoops and Yo-Yo banter on, African-American leaders hear demeaning language. And you black holes, you're so ominous! <laughs> and you planets, watch your back. That was very demeaning. So he said, you black holes. And you planets. Watch Something about and you planets, back. you better watch your back. So the whole card is, again, the message of, listen world, we're, we're out there, we're coming to get you. Uh -huh. Black holes planets, everybody, you better watch your back. Did you hear anything? No. I heard black black whores in there? No, I heard black holes. I'll see if they play some more audio. Watch your back. Hallmark reached... Oh, this is a guy talking about it. ...American women, where they made reference to African-American women as whores, and at the end says, watch your back. Hallmark... First of all, the watch your back was directed towards planets. Yeah. Not black whores or yeah. black holes, however you want to read yeah. it. Yeah. 
reached by phone says it is all a misunderstanding. The card's theme is the solar system and the power of the grad to take over the universe, even energy-absorbing black... So it says, watch out, Saturn, this grad is going to run rings around you. Yeah, this is the dumbest thing I think you've ever oh. shown me. The issue <laughs> is to say, this graduate's not afraid of anything. But that is not what was heard here. And you hear the R in there, and that whole... The R oh my gosh. Oh my Listen, goodness. Minnie Hatley. Yeah. Maybe. People are out of control. Now, I do think a lot of these people were, are, were around and it, like in their 20s when Martin Luther King got taken down. So I do understand that they're a little but they're skittish. Fight, they're looking for black whores in a Hallmark graduation. Yeah, but I think they're just skittish overall and just need to so get past like, it. The smallest you, thing to, to focus on. I honestly feel like if you're racist or, I mean, I just feel like we've come so far and, you know what I mean? Like, it, people just shouldn't be that way anymore. And if they are, they're just probably really stupid people. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, I just even think of my nieces and nephews and, like, dating and I just feel like that's just a non-issue anymore. You know what I mean? Alright, we're going to take another break. Come back. Are you black whores? You and rings that? around the planets, yes. People are burning fires, smoking dope, like S- stealing Jeremy London. Stealing Jeremy London and having trash fires in our neighborhood. Alright, because we did say happy summer, this next song, King of the Beach by Waves. Can you pick some songs I like? No, never. Ugh, these songs are just so bad. This album was due out, uh, I believe, in August on Fat Possum Records, big beach tune. Fan of that song, Louise? Yeah, I liked it. It was kind of cool. You did? Yeah. Well, you came around on that. All right, now don't put your water next to your pretzels. Put it like way over there on the other side, because if you ruin the computer, we're all gonna kill you. All right. All the passengers are gonna riot. All the passenger. Hey. Greg's have... the only one listening to this one today because he we... wants to hear if it's still good without him. It it is. Louise, all right, I have a question for you. Yeah. We recently profiled the internet phenomenon known as. TripAdvisor. Chat Roulette. Uh. Now, as a reminder to everybody, Chat Roulette, if you don't know what it is, is you log on with your camera, and you can connect basically to anybody who's online at the time, and you just hit next, and you're meeting somebody. Hit next, and you're meeting somebody. Hit next, yeah. so on and so forth. 
And so I think I when I first explained it was, it's basically turned out to be just a big perv parking lot with rough. lots of wieners, lots of guys looking basically to have... Do they have, like, your email address and stuff? No. Guys just, you know, basically tugging at their ding-dongs, looking for, I guess, some girls who entice them and entertain them. Um... Like, how can someone end up stalking you through this? No, not, I don't think there's any way they can figure out who you are. That's, that's so weird. People are against. So, so, I think the last crazy. time we showed it was this guy who said, who basically had a, on his camera a picture of a boa constrictor ready to eat a baby chick. Oh, yeah. And he said to these two girls, show me your boobs or the snake's going to eat the chick. And they didn't, so push the chick closer to the snake, the snake ate him. That was into that. So, there's lots of basically people looking out there to see nudity. So... The other day, for the fun of it, whatever, I decided I'm gonna go check this out, see if I could try it. And I, as I reported to the Wees, I saw probably 90% close-ups of guys tugging on their wieners, and like, I saw a bunch of people having a party, and I saw a couple of girls, and I saw some guy as a ninja <laughs> dressed in his room and jumping around, mm -hmm. and I could not get anybody to have a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, I would say, like, a couple... Like, obviously, I'm not trying to have a conversation with the wiener guy, although that probably could be pretty funny. Of course you are. So, anyway, whether you want to do it tonight or in a future podcast, I so think wait, we need... Hold on. Wait. Hold on. I think we need to put this to the test, because what I saw was the guy who first reported on it did it all himself, and nobody would talk to him. I think, like, most of his conversations, he timed it were, like, 0.2 seconds before somebody clicked out, out of it. Whereas he put an attractive girl in the seat... And conversations went on for about 10 minutes. Additionally, I've also seen people wear masks to get, you know, obviously some people stick around to figure out what the heck's going on. And I just so happen to have a General Grievous from Star Wars mask that I made last year for Halloween that I ass. am willing to wear to see if we get people to stop and look let's at that. Let's try that. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, let's do it now. We All always right. say we're going to do stuff in future podcasts and we never do. But this could be pretty big. We should probably maybe save this for something else. What, the General Grievous mask? Yeah. I mean, this, I could go on, but thing. what if no one wants to? Then I'll feel really bad. All right, I've or what done. if I see a lot of wieners, and then I get really oh, sick? Oh, you're going to see wieners, Louise. I don't think I want to see this. You might not be able to hear me as well right now, because I have my General Grievous mask on. Oh, I wish we had a web camera All right, right get now. ready. Now, Louise, try and stay out of this, and we'll see what happens. All right, so there... Oh, hold on. There I am on camera. All right. You look pretty scary. Meet someone. Click yes. Whoa, I don't want that. Why well, I just land on a single site? Honey, I don't know what kind of shit you're doing down here by yourself oh, with the I computer. Get on camera. All right, there we go. Next. All right, now, Louise, see up here? Yeah. This is going to be whoever we get to talk to. Get ready to see lots of wieners. <laughs> is he just looking? This guy's just looking at us. I'm waiting for a reaction. <laughs> oh, he clicked out here. Oh, that guy's getting ready to talk on his Johnson. Oh! Oh my gosh. Louise, you have to give an update because I don't know if people can hear me. And you can't even see anything. This guy's like, it's just his midsection. He's in, like, Kelvin Klein underwear. If he Klein talks underwear. to us, it'll be over here. Oh. Ah, yes. And he just flicked, flicked down at us the off. They're really staring at it, though. Yeah. They're not just waiting, like, two seconds. My heart's, like, pounding out of my chest. I just think this is very uncomfortable. Why? I, I don't know. Just because maybe people can see you, and I just think it's kind of creepy. I saw that guy flicked us off. Well, because he was sitting there, you couldn't see his face. You just saw his Calvin Klein uh, boxer briefs, and he was sitting there. Thumbs up, kiss, book, bra, mustache, ring, antlers, coins, sunglasses, boobs, shoe, dancing, cup. You have to do all that. Hi, can you show everything on the list? Louise, you want to show your boobs? No. 
a bra, antlers, sunglasses, dancing. Oh, we, Honey, get, a, dance. we get a kiss. Here, Louise, no, 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 don't show your face. I don't, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't like this. No, 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 I absolutely don't this like this. This is awesome. No, I absolutely don't like this. Here, ready? Ring. Honey, put on your general grievous mask. I think this is really weird. Take it off, buddy. Take it off. Ring. Oh, he clicked off. Love how Louise is so concerned about her privacy. I think it's freaky. I think people are kind the of The force freaky. is strong with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, it's a funny mess. It gets people to stop. This is a black young lady. She clicked away. Because it looks Here, creepy. Let's do this. I think it's so funny that people are just studying you. Like, what the hell is going on? Why is he dancing in slow motion? I think that's his internet connection. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the group of teenage the, kids. The group of teenage kids that are just staring at Jonathan. <laughs> Oh, that's a guy tugging on his wiener. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is terrible. And, like, those were, like, three, like, 16-year-old kids, right? You think, oh, oh, that guy's totally looking to tug on his wiener. This guy is gross. These people are really sick. I just saw a lot of boobs. Oh, that's going to be a wiener right there. Oh my gosh. That dude's looking to grab his wiener. Oh, that that's guy a wiener. is touching his wiener. Oh my gosh, these people are so gross. Oh, I'm gonna have nightmares. I'm going to have nightmares. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Can these people hear me? I don't know. I didn't think so. I've never had a rodeo before. Hey, buddy. <laughs> this guy's playing his guitar. Alright. Next week we'll get Louise on. Hi! Everybody's saying happy birthday to you. They can't hear you. I guess. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's even freakier. Especially because you're screaming, Jonathan, hide your face! Hide your face, Jonathan! They'll see you! Hey, buddy. Alright, we'll try and get one more good one. I think it's weird. Oh, oh that's a dong. Saw, hey, guys. All right. So that was our first experiment with chat roulette. I think that was really disconcerting, and it's creepier that these guys were could hear me. The best was that, that was one audio. Calvin Klein guy I was talking about is like I was describing his boxer briefs and everything. I want a douchebag you was for grabbing why he his. You off. Yeah, seriously. So that's chat roulette mask version. That is creepy. Next week we'll try it with Greg and I, and then we'll do one with just I you. I will never go on. Why not? It's creepy. It is so creepy. Why does it creep you I, out? They're complete strangers. Because that's, I think that's, because I feel like they're in my house, and I think it's creepy. And most of those guys are grabbing their wieners, so I think it's gross. It's very gross that they're grabbing their wieners, but I think you can have some fun with it. Oh, I All right, Louise, let's lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, because I'm creeped out. Let's get the skeevy juice off. <laughs> so creeped out. You guys... I just saw so many ding-dongs. All right, Louise, have you heard about this Swedish princess who got married? No. All right, so you think, oh, wow, a royal wedding, how wonderful. Okay, first of all... No, first of all, I never think that. <laughs> Ever since, like, Princess Diana and whatever... I don't know, you think, oh, a royal wedding, how nice. No, it's you know, not I don't. Like... Re I don't think you really hear about royal weddings a lot often. Well, this is the bride. She's all right. 
Yeah. You know, she's got some stuff Qualities. going for her. Dark hair, pull it back in her little crown. Alright, this is the bride and the groom. There's another shot of him. He looks like our creepy neighbor across with, like, yeah. Clark Kent. Yeah, seriously. Who so, are these, the princess of? Swedish. Okay. So now, here's the thing. Her husband also happens to be her personal trainer. So, so her personal train. So she's the princess, and she married her personal trainer? Yes. Hmm. She's a little odd. I mean, he definitely married up in a lot of respects. Yeah, but I don't think it's so odd, because I think girls like, you know... Like personal trainers? Yeah. That are creepy looking like this? Yeah. He's got slicked back hair, big thick Clark Kent glasses. He looks like a major dweeb. Like, in this picture, you can almost see the smirk on his face like, Man, I used to be a personal trainer, and now I am married to a yeah, princess. Yeah, he looks kind of creepy. He does look like the guys that I just... He looks like uh, some guy who wears Calvin Klein's and tugs on his Johnson. Seriously. I think that's so nasty. I can't wait to do that again with you. I won't do it again. Louise, have you noticed the hot trend, it seems, these days to, to, is to announce that you're a bisexual woman if you're a celebrity? No. I think these women are desperate to get... In the, in the new world of Lady Gaga, who is currently out modeling like a male man, on top of some of the outfits she wears for award shows, she goes to the New York Yankees game in a bra and underwear and a Yankees jersey. Mm -hmm. I think people are desperate to do anything they can. So first, I think uh, Anna Paquin, who's on True Blood, Sookie. Yeah. She recently came out uh, that she's a bisexual woman. Hmm. Even though she is engaged in real life to To Bill. the guy. Bill. Yeah. Um, who else recently came out? I think Christina Aguilera recently came out. And said that, I don't know if she said she's bisexual, but that she loves women. Mm-hmm. And so now, blast from the past, Vanessa Carlton. Who the hell is Vanessa Carlton? You know Carlton? who Vanessa Carlton is? She sings, If I Could Walk a Thousand Miles. If I Could Walk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Louise, I'm going to strangle oh, you my gosh. I almost, your own I cord. almost pulled the cord on the water on the pretzels. So anyway... Um, yeah. She, she never know. said this before, but Gross. she's a proud bisexual woman. She announced to a crowd of 18,000. Apparently, she, in the past, she's been linked to John Mayer and Stephen Jenkins, who I guess is third eye blind. Greg would know that. Well, I just think it's such yeah, a non news such a story, fad. and it's her trying to right. it's get such a somebody fad. to shine a light back in her direction. Yeah. I just think that's dumb. So that's that, Louise. That's the awesome train for the. Well, I thought you were going to tell me something about Mel Gibson. Oh, that's next week. Ah, uh, what? It's, go it's going on now, but I would have to leave with that story, and I had other stuff to leave with. Basically, uh. he... I, I guess just get into it now. First of all, the woman he left his wife of 27 years for, mm -hmm. he's now divorcing her, and I think she's pregnant with his child. He's really messed up. So first he had his issue with alcohol, where he got pulled over and was calling the cops, like, you're a Jew, aren't you? I can tell you're a Jew. What's your name? And he blamed it on the alcohol, and everyone was like, all right, he was really drunk, and you know, he's got a dad who I think doesn't believe in the Holocaust. Yada, yada, yada. He was raised pretty crazily. So recently, I guess, in the middle of this divorce, he, swearing at his, I don't know, is she still his wife or soon-to-be ex-wife, swearing at her, telling, threatening her. From the stories I've heard, he basically said, if you go out dressed like that, you're going to get raped by a pack of N-words. As in N-I-G-G-A's. Doesn't he have, like, eight kids? He has seven kids. So messed up. And he, I think he also told his soon-to-be ex-wife that if she, like, kept up this behavior, he was going to come over her house, 
burn it down, but in but first she was going to S his D. Suck on his wang, Louise. Yeah, I got that. That's well, you got that because that's what we say to each other a lot is S my D. However, our audience oh, yeah. isn't aware of that. So anyway, he's in a whole heap of trouble right now. There'll probably be more news to discuss uh, next week when we have another podcast, but I don't think he's going to be recovering from this uh, mishap. I think he's seriously... He's probably going to have to go to, like... There's nothing that he can do, I think, to get through this. No way. What is he even doing with his career, anyway? He was in that movie recently where he was, like, an angry old guy who was going after somebody for revenge for doing something with one of his kids. It's like the new, like, Taken with Liam Neeson was about yeah, that, and there was yeah. this... No, Gibson one, it's, that's kind of the new theme of movies for these old guys who can't really be the young, hot study anymore. They're, you went after yeah. my daughter, I'm coming after you. Yeah. That's so, pretty messed up. That was Awesome Train, number 48. Podcast Please. listeners, I have to say, I really put myself out there tonight on that Russian roulette stuff. <laughs> what is it? Chat roulette? <laughs> yeah. And it is very unnerving. I do not like it, I have to say. I think say. it's funny how on edge you were about oh, yeah. that. Like, I tried to... First of all, I don't know if it was clear, but... What that one guy was trying to do is he had a list of things that he wanted people to do. He wanted, uh... Like, you to kiss, give him a thumbs up... Show, show a bra, your boob, show a bra, show, show a, a ring. He had, so he had a list of things, and the more... Every one you did, he took it down. So I gave him a thumbs up, and he took it off his list. And so I tried to grab Louise to have her kiss me, and she just about jumped out of her uh, chair and started scrambling for the steps. Yeah. So I guess we probably should explain and now that better. That, and now it's awesome because it was all on this yeah. chat roulette thing that people could hear, which I think is so... Always hyperventilating. Creepy. Yeah. And me, like, completely bashing <gasps> everyone <gasps> that's on there. That guy's talking about his job thing! Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, that, again, is the awesome train. Adios, guys. We'll try and bring Greg in next time, but I have to say, I kind of like these headphones. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. All right. We're leaving you with the track England. Bye. From the band The National off their album High Violet, which came out May 10th. This is probably one of my best albums of the year so far. Hmm. I'd play every song off this album if I could, so enjoy it. Honey, I don't want you doing that chat roulette stuff without me. Oh. That is so creepy. Me and my General Grievous mask. And Making your friends. Tugging my General Grievous Johnson. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Summer sun running through the weather that I'm honored for the feeling that I lost today. Summer sun running for the feeling that I lost today. Summer sun running through the weather that I'm under for the feeling that I lost today. Summer sun running for the feeling that I lost today. You must be somewhere in London. You must be loving your life in the rain. You must be somewhere in London. Walking everything. I don't even think to me. I don't even think to me. I don't even think to me. Correction. Famous angels never come through England. England gets the ones you never need. 